You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Jim and Trent, we say hello to you here a little after the 4 o'clock hour on the Big Talker 1700. Welcome in, and we have a great show lined up for you today. Coming up around 420, Adam Kramer from Kegs and Eggs as we dig into college football because it is here, finally. 5 o'clock, Ben Visser will join the Cedar Rapids Gazette. He covers the uh, Iowa State Cyclones. And then at 520, Wolfgang joins the show. Trent, I had a great weekend. The reason was college football was finally on TV. Unfortunately, you got a couple of crappy games out of it. So, uh, <laughs> were you really locked and loaded, excited all night long about Hawaii, Colorado State, and New Mexico State, I, Wyoming? Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't, I watched, uh, I watched both of them like, you know, like a crazy person. I love the Colorado State Hawaii game. Uh, it was all Hawaii in the first half and then the second half Colorado State came back, made it competitive, got within uh, seven points and then Hawaii kicked the field goal, found a way to win. Yeah, I, I'm dialed in, man, on the Rainbow Warriors. Yeah, I'm good with that. The other game, Wyoming, whoa. Mountain West better look out because they've got a defense under Craig Bull. They really do, and they just put it on New Mexico State. Look, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, golly, I'm so excited because those games were. No, I'm go- I was just excited because it was finally college football, partner. That's it. I'll be a little bit more excited for, well, Iowa and Iowa State and you and I and their matchups yes. and getting to the weekend yes. and getting Washington-Auburn and Notre Dame-Michigan, those will excite me a little bit more. It was nice to have football back in games that actually counted, unlike what we saw in the NFL over the weekend, Jimmy B. And oh, oh. More and more teams are moving away from even playing guys. And you know, Going back to a season ago, I found this very interesting. If you remember back to the preseason, remember the Los Angeles Rams? Do you remember what McVay did in his first season during the preseason? No, I'm trying to think what he did. He was there. What did he? Well, he played Jared Goff. Is I mean, wh- where are you going with this? I'm confused. Well, in the preseason, he didn't play very much Jared Goff compared to. Oh, and gotcha. Okay. And this year, they've even gone a step further. I, I think I read somewhere the other day, Jared Goff's played something like 13 snaps in the preseason. <laughs> 13 wow. snaps. This is a young quarterback in. And though he yeah. made big steps a year ago, it's not like he's a finished product. We're not talking about Tom Brady or Ian Rodgers here. Right. There's yeah, still a long yeah. ways to go, and he played 13 snaps. And then we find out on Friday, the Bears and Matt Nagy said, our starters aren't going to play. I mean, this is, yeah. this is the week normally where we get sometimes into the second half. We get to see the starters out mm-hmm. there. And more mm-hmm. and more teams are starting to pull off of that. And... and Personally, I'm hopeful that this is going to lead to a change in what we see with the NFL preseason and cut the thing down and get it away from the four games, which are an absolute joke. You know, everybody will be playing on Thursday night. All 32 teams will have 16 games, and they will not matter one iota. You're not going to see a starter. You're not going to see backups in a lot of those situations. It is the final couple of guys fighting for a final two, three roster spots. And that yep. is it, Jimmy B. It's a joke. It's a joke to the fan base that has to pay the same ticket price. Doesn't matter if it's preseason game number four 
or if it's a, a December matchup that might decide a division crown, you're paying the same price. It's absolutely ridiculous, and hopefully this is going to lead to a direction where they find a way to make the calendar make more sense. Four preseason games, it's from a bygone era. It doesn't make sense the way the game is played today. The injury concerns that are out there, that happen, that's football. I get it, but there just there has to be a better way to do it, Jim. I'm with you on that, and look, I I went got something to eat. Wanted to sit down and watch that nighttime game. It was uh, Arizona at Dallas, and then come to find out, no 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 Zeke Elliott, no Doc Prescott. Dallas doesn't play half their uh, starting guys, and it, I mean, it, it was an awful awful football game. Arizona just destroys them in the first half. Uh, it was terrible. So I'm with you on that. If that's going to be, Trent, the new norm instead of, all right, game three is the dress rehearsal for the season, and then game four you don't see anybody. We understood that. But generally, game three was uh, a pretty good at least first half that you would get. Boy, that is certainly not the case now. Look, I, I know they're going to have a big fight with the players' union about making two extra regular season games. That mm-hmm. would be 18. But, boy, I think all they need is just two preseason games now, and, and that's it. Pay them. <laughs> the money yeah. is there, Jimmy B. The yeah, money is. is there. Pay them for the two extra games. Go that route. Make this thing better. And maybe that leads to... You know, in the old days, we used to see a ton of scrimmages, and though it still happens here during the uh, opening of the season before the season begins, maybe see a little bit more of that. And you know, I remember going up to Mankato back in the day to watch the Vikings, and mm-hmm. I can't even remember who was there, but it was cool. I mean, they were they were practicing with another team, and just how cool that was to be able to yeah. see another team that was out there also hanging out. A little bit more of that, a little bit less than what we get with the preseason. That aside, Jimmy B., you're right. Football being back was great. Had high school football. Ankeny Centennial got the win over Ankeny in our game of the week. It's Valley mm-hmm. Dowling week. Next week, Iowa State. Openers for both those schools this week. You and I has got a huge matchup. They're going out to Montana. The only top 25 matchup, I believe, of the FCS schedule in week number one. We made it to football season, so let's start to dive right into things as both Iowa and Iowa State released their depth charts today. Any takeaways from you? What was uh, the biggest things that you saw, either Hawkeyes or Cyclones, when you took a peek at the depth charts today? Well, when I first saw it, and it first came out, there was on Iowa State, no Tonga Moa. Mm-hmm. And then everybody started tweeting, and then the next thing you know, Iowa State issues a statement saying that, no, he's not on because he's suspended for the opening game going back to the OWI that he got back in January. So I think that kind of caught everybody because uh, off guard a little bit because if memory serves me correctly, didn't Matt Campbell like I don't know three or four weeks ago indicate yeah we're good everything's fine? Yeah, did I hear that wrong, Trent? Am I right about that? That's how I heard it. Absolutely, that's yeah. exactly how I heard yeah. it too. And all right, well, there's no suspension for Tonga Moa. So what changed? What what changed from something that happened in January? He was. Suspended from team activities for a little bit of while, but right, yeah. What changed in the last two weeks that suddenly maybe we should suspend this guy? That that is definitely head scratching and a change that you certainly don't normally see. 
Right. I, I, I think that's why everybody was caught off guard a little bit on that. So for me, on Iowa State, that was probably my, my biggest takeaway. Um, for Iowa, I'm just curious to see, with the two offensive linemen out of action against uh, Northern Illinois, and the guys now that have been elevated into those slots, I, I, I'm, I can't wait for that game against Northern Illinois and the Huskies just because of their vaunted defense. And I just want to see how, how those guys handle um, uh, Northern Illinois. I, I just think that it's going to be real interesting. And we'll find out, I think, Trent, in a hurry about the depth on that offensive line. Look, I, I know they're playing a Mac school, but you and I have both seen it at Kinnick when Central Michigan walked in and beat them, and a few years back when Northern Illinois came in and beat them. I mean, this is it's not uncommon for Iowa to struggle uh, in game one against a Mac school. The Central Michigan one is one thing. That was a bad Iowa team. That was, well, the only team since the early days of Kirk Ferentz that had a losing record. That, that one kind of, I, I almost put to the side. The Northern Illinois game, though, you mentioned, though, was Jordan Lynch and company when they came to town. That was they a decent Iowa team, and yeah, and, and Iowa, yeah. well, they, they struggled. They, they struggled that yeah. year overall. That was still an Iowa team that won eight games that season. So that's different, mm-hmm. I think, than the Central Michigan one. Or the loss way back in the mid-2000s, they lost to Western Michigan at home. This Northern Illinois team has a defense. And they are built a little bit differently, though, than you think of MAC games and you think of MACTION on a Wednesday or Tuesday night in November. And, yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of that is kind of the high-scoring offenses – Northern Illinois is built differently. They are built like a Big Ten light team. More physical at the point of attack, and because of that, you mentioned the offensive line. The depth chart has Mark Kallenberger listed as the starter at left tackle, and then Dalton Ferguson, the walk-on senior, at the right right tackle spot. Kallenberger, I believe, is going to turn out to be a really good player down the road. But it's down the road. He is listed at 282. You can see going back to Kids Day, Bull Rush, he still struggles a little bit. He's going yep. to have some struggles out there. But the good news is this isn't something for Iowa where it was an injury that happened practice this week. It wasn't something that cropped up out of nowhere. It wasn't where Tristan Wirfs and Larry Jackson got in trouble the week of the game. They've known about this for a while. So they've been able to scheme to game plan a little bit differently to get ready. I think you're going to see a whole lot more than normal of Nate Weeding, mm-hmm. in my estimation, certainly the best blocking tight end that they have out of the group of four that we talk about. You know, Noah Fant gets all the All-American accolades and all those things, as he should after having 11 touchdowns last year. He certainly deserves that. TJ Hawkinson, a great mix of the power in the running game that he can do and the pass-catching ability that he has. But Weeding's a guy that's a very good blocker. I think you're going to see him out there a lot more, maybe more three tight end sets because of that, a little bit more physicality. And Jimmy B., you know, it's an old adage, but what do you do to beat a pass rush? Well, you run right at it, right? Yes. If, if you were going to yeah. stop LT back in the day, well, we're going to line up and go after him. It didn't work all the time, but certainly worked better than having a seven-step drop and getting him ahead of steam and be able to come off the edge. You're probably going to see a lot more than this. I, I think this is setting up to be a boring, ugly type of game. Maybe a lot like <laughs> we saw a year ago against Wyoming in that first game. Uh-huh. and We talked a lot about that where... I will use their physicality. And on the other side, uh, I think the wide receiver, I checked that the linebacker spot, deserves a look there. I'm not going to lie. I was surprised to see Christian Welsh still listed as the starter 
at the will spot. You know, they talked about moving Nick Neiman around, maybe playing him inside at that will spot, and then going with Barrington Wade at the outside linebacker position. Not the case, at least with the depth chart. And all of this, and all the talk we'll have about depth charts today, Jimmy B., huge caveat you have to throw out there. This is the week one depth chart. Many times what we see here on paper around your computer screen is going to be a lot different than what we see at Jack Trice Stadium for Iowa State, at Kinnick for Iowa. It's usually a lot different than what we see here. I'm with you on that because neither squad, meaning Iowa or Iowa State, really wants to try to show that much in game one because they know what is on the horizon. I'm with you 100% on that. I wanted to pick your brain, though, on this, and I found it really interesting. I don't know if it's really smack talk or not, but Northern Illinois' uh, supreme pass rusher, and you and I have talked about Sutton Smith Mm -hmm. a lot. He is very good. He's an NFL player. But he says, and he's quoted as saying, that he's kind of disappointed that the Hawks' top two tackles aren't going to be there. And then he says, well, I'm just going to line up and play against uh, whoever is there. Did that smack smack you as smack talk, or was the kid just being honest? He's being honest. I mean, you're... It's when you have an opportunity to play a Big Ten team. And last year, Northern mm-hmm. Illinois had a couple of those opportunities against some big boys. They played Nebraska. They played Boston yeah. College. They played San Diego State. You want to play them at their best if you are an NFL player, like you mentioned, with Sutton Smith, because you want to have it on film. You know what? I didn't beat Dalton Ferguson, a fifth-year walk-on that's never started before. I didn't beat a redshirt freshman in Mark Kallenberger. I beat a freshman All-American from a year ago in Alaric Jackson. I beat... One of the first true freshmen to ever play the tackle position under Kirk Ferentz in Tristan Wirfs. That's what you want on your tape. That's what you want. Not the two aforementioned guys. So, no, I completely get what he's saying. And how about that? A breath of fresh air. Somebody actually speaking the truth in the media. like to see that. Uh, Yeah, I found it very refreshing. And I I was just kind of... uh... I don't know if I was taken back by it. I was I was minorly surprised by it, I think, uh, just because he was so honest uh, with his answers. Look, uh, fans, they don't I, – I don't think that they get it. They, they would love – they would just love to play not cream puffs but softer schedules so their team wins game in no, and game no, out. No, no. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Players, players, on the other hand, just like what you stated, they always want to compete against the best. And so I, I thought that was a pretty honest statement from the kid. So you think if you pulled the fans, all right, Hawkeye fans, you can either play Northern Illinois or Notre Dame in game number one. You, yeah. think, you think the fans would be in the Northern Illinois camp? Oh, yeah. Nah, you, oh, yeah. Well, look, yeah. Jim, you're not a fan, so I can tell you you are dead wrong. <laughs> you couldn't be more wrong. With that, we're yeah. going to talk with Adam Kramer coming up next year on the other side. College football talk with our band Kegs and Eggs. Taking you up until 6 o'clock. A lot more Hawkeye and Cyclone conversation coming your way here until the top of the 6 o'clock hour. Back with more here in a moment. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. 
Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. As Realtors, we won't stop until you own the house you've always wanted. But owning the house means owning up to what you really want. So go ahead. Own that these pinewood floors are the closest you'll ever come to camping. Own that you want a foyer, just so you can say, foyer. You want a vegetable garden, even if the only thing that grows there is your sense of inadequacy. It's time to own what you want. So get someone who gets what you want. Get Realtor. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu. Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. 
Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Back with you here live, Jimmy B and TC. With you till 6 o'clock tonight. Time to talk college football. And when we talk college football, one of our all-time favorites to bring onto the show is Adam Kramer. Kegs and eggs. You see his work at BleacherReport.com, and he joins us here today. AK, fresh off of a Vegas trip. You survived at the very least. Yeah, if that's the baseline for Vegas, and it usually is, I I, I did make it. Uh, I enjoyed week zero of the college football season for sure. Uh, but really enjoyed the tables a little bit more. Uh-huh. Uh, part, part, partook in some preseason uh, NFL games, which is the true sign wow. of a degenerate. No, we had a, we had a great time. It, <laughs> it was it's good. I, I've done this before. This was a fun weekend to get out there because, as you guys know, uh, we're we're in the thick of it now, man. They're announcing starting quarterbacks, and we've got questions about depth charts. Uh, we we got games. We got a good Big Ten game this yeah. Thursday, so I'm ready to go. Hey, uh, quickly, and then we'll get on to that Big Ten game on Thursday night. Uh, you didn't happen just by chance to take Hawaii plus the points, did you? I did not. I had friends that did. Uh, to be quite honest, uh, look, and I'll bet on anything, that slate of football games this weekend was not exactly the most delightful things. And one of my friends, for whatever reason, I don't think he could name you two players on Hawaii, but he had a feeling about Hawaii. So he felt pretty good. That was a good Hey, that's a good Fun, good win for sure, and I know he was very happy with it. Well, let's get ready for the real season. Week zero at least wet our appetite just a little bit, but we're raring to go. As you mentioned, Northwestern Purdue gets things going on Thursday night. But before we get into some nuts and bolts here, uniforms are always a big summer topic. AK, (laughs) I know you saw the – I don't even think I can come up with the right adjective – Whatever in God's name Notre Dame is wearing in their Shamrock Series game at Yankee Stadium against Syracuse, it's got pinstripes. Is this the worst uniform in football history? It's a travesty. Now, now keep in mind, their, their uniform for that game is typically a travesty. True. So yeah. it, 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 it does not <laughs> surprise me that they're kind of holding serve. But it, it, it's, oh. not, it's like a mutant jersey. And, and, I mean, it's, it's, it's just awful. I kind of <clears throat> appreciate what they're going for. Like, in theory, it could be fun. The problem is the execution's an F, and, and that's the issue that I, I have with it. But go back through the years. I mean, this may not even be the worst jersey that they've, they've done for this particular game, which is speaking volumes because this one is like an all-time level of bad. There's just They've got competition in terms of how bad it's been. 
Uh, we're having a great conversation, Adam Kramer, Kegs and Eggs on college football. Is it getting ready to really kick off this coming weekend in earnest? Okay. Take me then to that uh, opener with Northwestern and Purdue. Where are you on what Pat Fitzgerald did with his little press conference, not indicating who's going to play where? And also, does Purdue play as well as they did last year, or do you look for them to tread water a little bit? Yeah, I actually, you know, if you would have told me, you know, this time last year we'd be looking forward to this game, I would have, you know, I would have called you a liar. Uh, but I am, um, because there is some intrigue. To, to answer the, the second part of your question first, yeah, I, I actually think Purdue's going to be pretty good. I'm, I'm really excited. They've got one of the most exciting true freshmen in the country, and Ondell Moore, a guy that I've talked to and saw train this winter. This is a kid, and you've, you've probably seen the video. He's a 174-pound wide receiver. He squats 600 pounds, and he runs a 4-3-3. I mean, this kid is legit, obviously legit. Turned down offers from Alabama and Texas to play at one Purdue and for Jeff Brom, who recruited him at his previous spot. That's the kind of player that if Brom stays at Purdue, I think they can get because he's such a good offensive scripter. And I think that's what you're going to see here. And, and regarding Northwestern, yeah, there is some curiosity, certainly a quarterback the way last year ended. I remember watching that game in a bar, shockingly, and, and just the, the knee injury that Thorson had and on such a freak play. I mean, it, it, this feels like a really good redemption story. And I've talked to scouts about him. They're, in, they're intrigued. They've got major questions, but his arm is, is fabulous. So you're wondering what they can put together. So, I mean, this is a really fun time for that. You know, again, I'm, I'm about 30 minutes away from them. And, and I, I have friends that are there and nearby, and people are excited, man. You get Hunter Johnson, who's not going to play this year, but is waiting to play next year, the number one quarterback in the country a year ago. Um, it's a hard team to figure out because year to year it just feels so different for me, and yet uh, it feels like a team that certainly could potentially be a dark horse in that side of the conference. So I, I, it's a hard game to pick. I know, of course, people are peppering me with, uh, who am I going to bet because they, they, they want action on that Thursday night. It's one i got to think through a little bit first. Yeah, and we're kind of getting into the big games of the week. i got to get your perspective on Notre Dame-Michigan. We'll get to that in a moment, but we've seen this. So the rivalry's been away for a couple of years. Two Midwest teams, two teams that you know well. But you talk about just a clashing of, of football programs that we don't see very often. Washington against Auburn. In the Deep South, in Georgia, Washington making the long flight down there for that matchup here. I think you can make a strong argument either side. What do you expect to see with the Huskies and the Tigers getting together? I like Washington in this game. And look, Washington has been one of the offseason darlings for sure. I'd say Washington and Wisconsin are two teams that have probably gotten more buzz over the course of the last six months than just about anybody in this instance. So I'm, I'm a believer you know, the thing that gives me a little cause for pause, Jake Browning last year, you know, after two wonderful seasons, true freshman looked like this guy was going to be a Heisman contender. Last year it just was not right. Uh, I think that changes this year. They've got a great running back in Miles Gaskin, who I'm a huge fan of, that should be getting more love. This just feels like a team that's going to be rebuilt and reborn. And, look, this is a huge game. I, I don't like to get in the narrative of conferences. But the Pac-12 could use this, man. I mean, they have been beat down from a reputation standpoint, and somewhat understandably so. If you can knock off Auburn, a top-ten team in the opener, um, that would go a huge, 
huge long way. In fact, this game for both of these teams is we, you know, hey, let's kick off the playoff conversation. This is significant. This is significant because all of a sudden your resume is filled with, with what will be a huge win. Now, I think if I'm Auburn, I want to see what Jared Stidham does. Another guy that's going to get a lot of pro interest with a pro arm. I've been a little surprised how they haven't necessarily opened him up a little bit more. I think that's going to change this year. I think the one thing with, with Gus in that offense is he, he can really work around the quarterback he has. I think he's got one of the best throwers in the country, and, and, and they're going to let him throw, albeit against a really good secondary. So I, I, I love this game. It's going to be a heavy Auburn crowd, what, 70-30, maybe even more. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be very, very Auburn-centric. It doesn't scare me, though, man. I, I really think Washington's a good team this year. I'm with you on the Washington Huskies. They are my pick to come out of the Pac-12. Uh, take me then to Michigan and Notre Dame. And we know about the Wolverines' defense with all those guys coming back and how good they can be. But now they have, in Shea Patterson, a quarterback that Jim Harbaugh now believes that he can throw the ball around. Uh, where are you right now on Michigan-Notre Dame? I think this game is going to be kind of ugly. I think it's it's going to be relatively low scoring. I think Shea Patterson eventually will will you know capture at least some of the stardom. I mean, there are some enormous expectations on him, uh, and understandably so. I think it's going to take you know just a, a little bit of time though. Uh, that being said, you know I, I do think Michigan here is a, a really really good play. The guy I, I'm I'm going to be looking out for. I, I went to a game at the Big House last year. Uh, and, and actually sat in the stands right behind the bench. And the guy that I could not get over is Donovan Peoples-Jones, and he's the wide receiver from Michigan. I think he was the top wide receiver last year, uh, recruit as a freshman. I could not believe the size of this kid. And I just kept thinking if they can find you know creative ways to get him the ball. I mean, he's so athletic. I mean, they had him returning you know punts. So uh, I think it's just a matter of time. The question is when you know when. When will they be able to realize it? I think while they figure it out, while Patterson you know, gets comfortable, that defense is going to be so, so good. I know this, too. This game, it's got a weird vibe. Like Neither of these coaches, in my opinion, are anywhere close to a hot seat. Uh, I think Harbaugh has done a, a good job, albeit needs more results. But, but this is like a message board game. Because like the loser of this game, it, it, there's going to be like a sky-is-falling feel to it, I think. You know what I mean? Like It just feels like two programs that would really, really love to have a win like this to start the year. The one that does not, I think it's going to be rough. Adam Kramer joining us here as we take a look around college football. Well, Adam, other good games out there this weekend. I don't know if Jim's got another one he wants to run by you, but i got to get your thoughts as you were in Vegas you are a degenerate like myself. I know you got some future sitting out there. So what are your favorite bets before we get into the year? Do you got a couple that you got a ticket in your hand waiting until we get to December, even January, before you can cash them? Adam Kramer's best bets of the college football season. I'll give you a Heisman bet that I really like. And I forget exactly what I have him at, but I got him very early in the offseason, so longer than you'd get right now. Look, we've talked a lot about Ohio State and, and everything else that comes with it. I, I think it's a really good football team. I, I mean, I, I know it's, there, there are more important things being discussed than the results themselves, but I think Dwayne Haskins absolutely can win the Heisman. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I watched this kid last year. I was a huge fan of his in high school in, in a limited uh, chances. Uh, it was pretty awesome what you saw. So I, I, I think ultimately if that can carry over, and I think it will, 
Um, I, I think he put up huge numbers for a team that should drop 40 a game. And mm. he's surrounded by really, really good players. And, again, and it's been hard to actually talk football with Ohio State. I'm going to write a weekly column for Bleacher Report, and I'm actually going to do that today because I love this team. So I think ultimately now people are kind of down on them. I, I think Haskins could be really, really special. I do have Washington to win the college football playoff. I think that's a decent stab that the value has been sucked out of it. So, again, I got them early. I think the concern with Washington isn't necessarily getting there, which is still a tough ask. <laughs> it's a tough ask for anybody. Um, it's, it's what will they do when they get there? Will it be like two years ago will they, where they just get smothered by Alabama? And I can tell you one thing about Alabama, too. I, I, I don't get the same sort of invincibility around this team that maybe others do. And I don't know about you guys. Look, this is a, a fantastic team with, with probably more talent than just about everybody in the country. But I, I don't have that same sort of aura that, that I usually do. I, I think there are certainly like a, a few more holes. Uh, you, you look at the secondary um, which has got to be completely replaced. I think the quarterback controversy, I know this this has a certain weight to it. We saw it hit Ohio State when they were trying to manage Cardell Jones and J.T. Barrett and everybody else. So, I, you know, I get it. I, I think two is going to be awesome. I think they've got some special players at running back. But I'm, you know, in the camp of potentially fading Alabama this year, to be quite honest. I think right now everyone else is a little bit higher on them, and understandably so. Five titles in nine years will do that than maybe I am. Uh, take me to a, another game then, because uh, we won't get a chance to talk to you, and they will play this game on Sunday evening, and it's Miami-LSU. If the turnover chain is really good against the LSU, is Ed Orgeron like out the door after a first opening game loss, or uh, is, is the seat so hot that he's going to burn his backside? This isn't, this isn't where he loses his job, but this is where you'd probably start to wonder if he's going to lose his job. And you guys know that's a hard place to come back from. And that, that's the way this stuff works. You don't necessarily lose it in one week, but it, it can start there. And it feels like this would be a, a, a place where absolutely uh, it could reasonably start. I actually like them here. Um, I saw that, that today they named uh, Joe Burrow the starting quarterback. If you're talking about a glut of QBs, a uh, guy at Ohio State that we, we didn't see a ton of unless you're watching the spring game, uh, and has looked pretty good, and people seem to like him. Yeah. That, that position has been such an enigma for LSU, really, for the last decade, uh, with the exception of a handful of seasons here. There's Zach Mettenberger, you know, guys like that. But I, this having a quarterback that you could feel good about. And, look, we don't know a ton about Joe Burrow, but I know from the people I've talked to, they feel really good about him. I, I think it could change the complexion of that program because there's some freaks on that defense. Um, there's some pretty amazing athletes, as there usually is, the way that they are able to still recruit. The question has been, where is the offense going to come from? And if they can do that, I, I ultimately think they have a good chance. But you're right, if they don't, and Miami's got some really pretty special players on offense, excuse me, on defense this year, guys that we're talking about uh, come draft time. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's when the conversation starts. And, and ultimately, despite what the size of the buyout is, and it's large because he hasn't been doing this for very long, uh, this, is, this would be a tough one to, to come back from. He's already, it's already started. There's already, we're already asking ourselves, like, what is it going to be? You acquire a loss early, and, and again, the, the conversation just picks up from there. Adam, a final thing for you. Let's go to the local level here. And 
Well, we're not going to ask you about your alma mater, Illinois State, but you were in <laughs> Iowa City. I know the Hawkeyes hold a special place in your heart. So what are we going to see out of the Hawkeyes this year? Your bold prediction for Iowa in 2018. I think they're going. I think they have a chance to be good. Are you guys, by the way, are, are shocked at the Stanley NFL draft love that's emerged out of nowhere? Like, I, I, like this is the guy that's being regarded as one of the potential top quarterbacks in this class. That's a little surprising to me. I, I like him, but I'm not sure if you guys have gotten that same sort of vibe or not from this. That that I like. I mean, I don't know right. if that's going to hold up or not, but it's it's encouraging to hear it, and, and it got me off guard. I, I think I'm very curious to see what this offense looks like. You've got a an all-world tight end that should be at the center of it all, and how are you going to move the ball around him? I thought Wadley and the balance, I mean, it's just going to be a little bit different. So for me, it's hard to forecast that, but I think you're going to be more aggressive offensively, and I think defensively you should be okay. Uh, schedule has its points where you don't uh, you look at it and you don't like, uh, but it usually does that for Iowa. So I, I'd like to answer this after I see the first game. As I told you guys before, this first game doesn't make me particularly comfortable at all. Uh, I, I think Iowa will win. I think they've got a pretty good chance to cover, but I think if you're going <laughs> to schedule this way, you know, schedule a worse team. I know I shouldn't be saying that as someone who likes to see football games, good football games, but it's a, it's a, a bit of a dicey one. We know they've been bitten by this before. I see them winning probably eight games. I, I'd probably settle okay. on eight. I think there's some talent here, and I think they could surprise a few people, especially if, if your quarterback does take that next step. But but this conference is really, really good right now. Yeah. So the Big Ten, yeah. I think that's Iowa's biggest problem, truly. It's not the talent they have. I think it's a pretty pretty good team. Uh, I think it's the pieces around them. There's so many good teams and coaches and, and, and recruits. I mean, just the level of competition has really elevated extremely the different kind of conference here over the last two, three years. Uh, let me just follow up with that then, because Iowa State will host South Dakota State, uh, a good football team as well. Uh, most people will tell you that Matt Campbell has done an incredible job as head coach there, and Trent and I have gone on record as well, indicating that this could be uh, the best Iowa State team that we have seen in, like, almost forever. Do you expect Kirk Ferentz and Matt Campbell to show a lot in this opening game, since those two teams will play each other in game two for Cyhawk Week? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, I think ultimately, look, I, I'll say it from my perspective. If I'm, uh, if I'm, if I'm Iowa, I'm, I want to win this game first. I mean, truly. And, and what does that mean in terms of playbook ev- evolution? I'm sure you're, you're keeping some things held back, but I think both of these teams know. The, the danger of this week one loss, right? Like it's it's like you'll worry about Iowa State. Maybe there's some concept schematic things that you want to save and hold back. But I, I I'd be far more worried about getting past this week than week two. You you'll worry about that when you get there. What you cannot have is that crippling loss out of the gate where you're sort of stumbling into a huge rivalry game. Your your guys are right though. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I think these are two teams that are typically it's it, there's like an underdog field of somebody. In this game, but I, I feel like both of these teams, and certainly the momentum with Iowa State is tremendous uh, coming in. Could be really, really exciting, assuming they take care of business. Uh, Adam, uh, looking forward to this season really getting going, starting on Thursday night, and uh, looking forward to a great season around here 
if you need a proxy, I will be in Vegas in 24 days. So you just let me know, all right? I could always use a proxy, so I appreciate the offer. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Thanks, AK. All right, guys. Adam Craver joining us. Bleacher Report weekly column coming up and uh, going to be starting working on that, he said, tomorrow. He does great work, an incredible writer, and a really fun guy. Adam Kramer, give him a follow on Twitter, at Kegs and Eggs, Jimmy B. You know, kind of to answer your question, Jim, I don't think Iowa mm-hmm. or Iowa State is, is in a spot where they can afford to put the game plan on mothballs and just get ready for Week 2. Iowa and Iowa State are good. They're not that good. And their opponents in Week 1, we're not talking about going up against you know, some fledgling team from the MEAC. They're both taking right. on good teams. I don't think either yep. of the Hawks or clones can afford to do that. I, I'm with you. I just thought that I would ask that question. I, I just found it interesting. Uh, that kind of seems to be a narrative every once in a while. And I just was curious if he thought that that could play out uh, this coming weekend. But, look, the more that you talk about who they are opening up with, Iowa State with South Dakota State, a team that is good. Uh, and we know Northern Illinois is a giant killer. Uh, you referenced the fact they, uh, they beat North, uh, uh, Nebraska last, last year at Nebraska. And, and they have come in before and had success at Kinnick. So these are good openers for both of these two teams. And I think you're right, Trent. I, I look, you gotta, you gotta open up with a victory. And I'm not going to say an opening game loss would be devastating, but it certainly would be, I'd say, somewhat shocking to the fan base if one of these teams loses in the opening game. Gotcha. We'll get a break here coming back on the other side. Speaking of Iowa, Iowa State in week number two, we're going to be giving away a pair of tickets here on 1700. We'll give you details. Very simple way to get into the mix and win yourself tickets for Iowa-Iowa State coming up a week from Saturday. We'll tell you how coming up next year as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Back with more Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Tonight will stay warm, windy, and muggy with a low only falling to 75 in the metro. Tuesday will be generally cloudy with a good chance for rain and thunderstorms in the afternoon and evening, a high on Tuesday of only 86. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Brandon Lawrence. Come into Lowe's to give your home a quick refresh inside or out. Whether you're just looking to replace one appliance or upgrade to a whole black stainless suite, now you can get up to 40% off appliance special values. Then grab a brush and roller and get 10 to $40 off via rebate on select paint and primer, exterior stain, and resurfacers. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Appliance offer valid through 912. Paint offer valid through 95. Rebate varies. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, 
we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit komengreateriowa.org slash dmrace to get registered today. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Arizona Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. 
Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back. We take you all the way to 6 o'clock here on the Big Talker, 1700. In the 5 o'clock hour, uh, Ben Visser will join the Cedar Rapids Gazette on the Cyclones, and then Wolfgang will join the show uh, as well. That's all coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. All right, Trent, uh, you sort of hung this one out there. It's kind of like a hanging curveball. Now hit it out of the park with the info. Yes, if you want to go to Iowa, Iowa State, the Cyhawk game coming up on September 8th, we have tickets for you in hand. This is not like some of the deals that have gone down in the past. No actual tickets in hand here, Jimmy B. <laughs> yeah. And a pair of tickets for Iowa, Iowa State. Now, you don't have to be a Hawkeye fan to win these, though there is a little Hawkeye connection. But this is for Hawkeye or Cyclone fans. So this is what you do. So as you hear twice weekly here on 1700. We have our Hawkeye Swarm conversation with Dr. Stephen Fuller of Fuller Family Dentistry. What you do is you go to Twitter and you type at Hawkeye Swarm. So you tag Hawkeye Swarm there, Dr. Fuller, at Hawkeye Swarm. All you have to do, predict the total points in the game Saturday, Iowa, Northern Illinois, and the tiebreaker is going to be total passing yards. So total passing yards from the Hawkeyes, total points in the game. Without going over, that, that's the caveat there. You don't go over, but closest in points, total points in the game between the Hawkeyes and the Huskies, and uh, if there is a tiebreaker, put that tiebreaker in their passing yard. So it's very simple. At Hawkeye Swarm, if you think it's 45 is the total, put 45 down, and then 300 yards passing, put 300 down from the Hawks. That's the tiebreaker. Very simple. It'll take you literally 10 seconds to do it, and if you come closest... Without going over, you're going to win yourself a pair of tickets to Iowa, Iowa State. Pretty good, huh, Jimmy B? That's great stuff. That really is. And you're right. Uh, yes, we do have the tickets in hand. So you don't have to. You don't have. It's an inside joke, but I think a lot of people who listen to the show uh, understand that one as well. Uh, but yeah, let's. You know, this is going to be fun. And look, all you got to do is uh, get on your handy dandy computer or your phone, and you can uh, you can make it happen. And then hopefully uh, you'll be a winner, and you'll have free ducats for next weekend. It's going to be so much fun, Trent. That that game, uh, the the hype for that game is going to be off the charts after what took place last year, and, and rightfully so. You know, Jim, a lot of times you love that game and you talk about it every year, how excited you are. And in the past, there's been times where, to me, it's been pretty ho-hum. It's been, okay, it's it's a game on the schedule. I understand the importance of the state, but the football matchup isn't overly compelling. This year is so completely different compared to what it's been in some of those past years. You talk about the expectations that both these teams are going to have coming in. It's going to be crazy, but Jim, I got to throw this at you. Yeah. We anticipate, at least in terms of betting, both these teams are favored. Iowa favored by 10.5 over Northern Illinois. Iowa mm-hmm. State's favored by 14 over South Dakota State. Who's more likely to walk in with a loss, though? Oh, boy. Um,. They're both they're both talented teams. 
I would I would probably have to lean toward the Hawks getting upset just because we know so much more um, about Northern Illinois and the Sutton Smith kid and their defense, and they have been in big stadiums in the Big Ten before. That's that, that's the only way I can I can describe it. Could South Dakota State upset Iowa State? Absolutely. But if you ask me that question, I would lean that way, but I have a feeling, Trent, that both teams are going to win. I'm with you. I'm with you, and I, and I think you're on the right side of it. I, I think it would be the Hawks more likely to lose. It's going to be fun, Jim. This is going to be a great season. In South Dakota State, they can score. Maybe not great defensively, but they certainly can score. This is a team that has uh, put up a lot of points over the last few years. Again, Hawkeye Swarm, at Hawkeye Swarm on Twitter. Your prediction, total points in the Iowa-Northern Illinois game, the tiebreaker, passing yards. Send those tweets in, and then your chance to win Iowa-Iowa State tickets. And now we're in the books. One more to go. High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports. 1700 KBGG. Friday night starting at 7 o'clock. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Guys, football season is approaching soon. Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday will be devoted to football. Do what I do. Build up that Goodwill bank account. And here's a way you can build up that Goodwill bank account. Take your wife or your significant other to one of the many farmer's markets located throughout central Iowa. Grimes, Indianola, Johnson, Perry, Pleasant Hill, Polk City, West Des Moines, Ankeny, Beaverdale, Bondurant, and a whole bunch of them scattered throughout Des Moines. Farmer's markets continuing through the whole month of August for more information. Go to catchdemoin.com backslash events. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies for wins, for big games, for titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors, uh, these colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
Carrie Ann's Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. Ricky always wanted to play baseball in the majors. He was playing catch before he could walk, practically lived in the batting cages. He was behind home plate more than he was home. And one day, after all that hard work, he found himself walking into a major league baseball stadium. After buying a ticket at the front gate, a nosebleed seat obscured by a pole, but he was in there. No, Ricky never did play in the big leagues, but he did switch his car insurance to Geico, proud partner of Major League Baseball, which saved him a lot. So, all in all, things were good. Back to School 101 from Staples. Today's lesson, modern dance. Staples has everything for back to school at low prices. So, when your son finds the Gotta Have It backpack he's been wanting at a Gotta Have It price you've been wanting, you'll both break out your happy dance. Now, a two-pack of Staples 5-inch scissors, a 12-pack of Crayola-colored pencils, and a 10-pack of Crayola markers are just 97 cents each. Available at Staples, the back-to-school specialty store. While supplies last, ends 9-1-18. In-store only, limit 30 on Crayola, 5 on scissors. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770 or find us online at Right